Hey, this is Brian Knowlton with another episode of the Busy Appraiser Podcast. Well, it's the middle of May, and work on the West Coast is nearly completely died off. It's really amazing how <clears throat> just a few months could really make drastic changes in the appraisal industry, and you know, um, appraisers throughout different periods, you know, different years. We've had our ups and downs, um, but this by far has been the most dramatic for me. Um, ever since, I believe it was about the beginning of April 2011, um, work just really started to, to decline. And, of course, I'm you know turning down uh, appraisal requests for... Um, you know, $200 appraisals, $150 appraisals, just the really low-end stuff I've I've always turned down. But to tell you the truth, you know, when times start to get tough, those those fees at this point, you know, you're almost tempted to take them. But um, luckily for me, you know, I do have other sources of income. Um, I do a lot of website development for different companies, mainly appraisers that are looking to get more estate work, more, um, you know, the date of death type appraisals, bankruptcy and divorce. So um, that coupled with, you know, some high-end appraisal requests and a steady flow of those estate orders that I get off of my website, you know, I'm not forced to take those orders the really low-paying orders from the AMCs. But I understand, you know, there's a lot of people that have to take those orders to survive, even though they know it's going to continue to result in lower lower fees being offered by the appraisal management companies until something is done. And um, I was at a LandSafe town hall meeting about a week or two ago in Escondido, California and you know people stated that you know I'm I'm going to accept some of these low fees because I have to I need to put food on the table and you know that's just kind of the way it is it's a double-edged sword um, people are trying to improve the industry get their fair pay but when you're faced with going out joining the workforce, getting a new job, an entry-level job, maybe paying thirty to 40000 a year if you're lucky, you know, most appraisers at this point can't live off of that. So it's a very difficult situation. That's why lately you've been seeing me talk a, a lot about the AGA, the American Guild of Appraisers, and um, they're not an education-based guild anything along that line, they're looking to, you know, help appraisers um, get change made through legislation. Um, you could find more information about them at appraisersguild.org. Um, so it's good, you know, get involved. Uh, we, it, I get a lot of feedback off my website from older appraisers just saying, you know, um, do it yourself. 
don't rely on these people, don't rely on anyone to make changes in your industry. Get educated and do it yourself. And unfortunately, doing it yourself has never worked for appraisers. It just never has. Um, there has to be a collective group of appraisers working together to get something done. And sure, there's been different organizations made the diff made different attempts, um, but I really believe that you know the American Guild of Appraisers is de dedicated to just go and uh, get changes made and you know they're meeting with congressmen they're <clears throat> really trying to unify appraisers so you know it's at, at least give them a try go check them out you could be part of their weekly conference calls they're every Tuesday 11 o'clock Pacific um, you might want to just double check their website on that and check my newsletter it's posted to my website at appraiserincome.com. So <clears throat> um, I at least am able to make another podcast. So that's a good thing. I'm making it for my office today. Well, today what I wanted to talk to you about is your website. That is your key to getting those date of death appraisals, bankruptcy, divorce. You know, I've talked about it on and off. Um, the importance of having a good website to bring in those type of orders. And, you know, for some appraisers, that's all they'll need. They could completely write off working for the appraisal management companies until this gets all resolved and just do estate-type work. You charge your own fees, set your own rate, set your own time, you know, have you quote your own turnaround. It's the best workaround. Another good thing is, you know, some people contact you and say, unfortunately, you know, my father passed away. He had five properties. They all need to get appraised. You know, can you do it next week? Um, I've had numerous situations and have appraised up to 15 different properties in one week for one client. And, you know, it, it's just really great work. Without it today, I would be uh, out on the street. Um, but... Uh, so what you first need to look at is your internet presence. If you have a website out there already, that's great. At least you got, you know, something up there that um has your company information on it. But the key is it it really has to show up on that first page of Google for you to get you any business. And there's a lot of different keywords or keyword phrases that customers search for when they're trying to find appraisal services in your area. Um, most of the searches are going to be around a city name followed by appraiser or appraisal. So if you put together a list of your most populated cities, most popular cities, um, you know, the largest cities and counties in your area, <clears throat> do some searches. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, just type them right into Google and find out where your website shows up. If you know, if for lots of different phrases you put in there, you don't show up on that first page of results, then 
you know, your website just is not built properly to bring in that search engine traffic. And without ranking in the search engines, you know, the chance of you seeing an order is very small. It's like having a billboard. It could be the most beautiful billboard in the world. Maybe you spent a million dollars on it. It's 100 feet tall, 100 feet wide, has your company name all over it, <clears throat> but it's in the middle of the desert. And there's not even any roads going by. You know, an occasional plane might fly over and see your name and your services, but they're not even looking for you. They just happen to come across you. So, you know, you need your website to show up to the proper customers. Otherwise, it's not worth anything. And unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that sell website packages. Sometimes you need to get a website along with the appraisal software that you're using. And they might look nice and sound like they have all the bells and whistles, but unfortunately, those websites are built using old technology, <clears throat> old terminology, you know, old data that the search engines just do not like. Um, search engines hate to see duplicate content. That's the same information that could be found on one website could be found on another website. And unfortunately, the websites that are built with those systems that are offered by the appraisal software companies you know, use duplicate content on all their websites unless you really know how to use their software and make sure not to add any of their canned content. Um, so uh, the chance of any of those websites ever really ranking is pretty small. But what you can do with that website as well as, um, you know, it will help bring more exposure to your company um, and a little bit more exposure to your website is to make sure that you go to Google um, and get a Google Places account. That's when you search for a service like San Diego Appraiser. A map will pop up between 7 and 10. Little red push pins will show up. Um, most of them are close to where you're located. And uh, it'll show a bunch of different companies and their phone numbers, website, address, any type of reviews that they have. So um, I made a video about this not too long ago and I'll post it to the website. Um, it's just a really kind of quick how-to on getting listed in Google Places. Um, there's a local places on the location in each of the top search engines. If you, get, if you go to getlisted.org, you could search by, you put your company name in there and your zip code, and it will show you where you currently have accounts set up. And those are pre-populated by the search engine companies. You just need to claim your listings, and that's key. You need to claim those listings and update them. So I'm going to play you the audio of that um, video that I made previously on Google Places. And uh, so listen to it. Um, you could 
log into my website at appraiserincome.com to watch the video. And if you have a website that's just not ranking and you're looking to get that estate work, please visit appraiserwebsites.net. Well, I hope you enjoy the show. I'll talk to you soon. Today I'm going to talk to you about claiming your Google Places listing and making sure it's 100% complete. By doing this, you'll have an edge above your competition by having your company show up first in the top search engine placement spots for local search terms related to your company. Uh, the Google Places and local search results are powered by the Google Places. So um, Google went out there and put a bunch of companies into their system, um, but the key is to claim that listing. It's your first step in your local business marketing plan, very easy to complete, and you could sometimes get immediate results. There's only nine easy steps that you need to follow to getting into the Google local system. And uh, the first thing you want to do is there's, there's other local search engines, places you can get your website listed, I mean your company listed. But you want to focus on Google first. Um, you can follow up with the remaining top search engines next. Your Google Places account was set up by Google um, if your company has been in existence for a while now. If you're a new company, you could create a new account. Um, it follows a very simple process of phone verification and also mail verification. I would opt for the phone verification if possible. You could get your listing in much quicker that way. First step, of course, is to claim your listing. There's so many unclaimed listings out there, it's really kind of hard to believe. But all you need to do is go to Google, search for your company. If your listing pops up, you could claim your listing. Um, Google suggests using your own Google Gmail account. I would suggest doing that as well. It kind of gives your site a little bit more authority. They know that you're a Google customer and their Gmail. Um, you know, that's probably just the best way to do it. You can use a company email if you don't want to access your a Google Gmail account. The second step is to verify and complete the basic information. This, these are things like your business address, your phone numbers, um, all the basic company information. Your next step would be to add your website. If you don't currently have a website, I'd really suggest getting a WordPress-powered website. They're very easy to manage and set up, and you could have your company up online in a matter of minutes. Um, they're very search engine optimized, so your organic listing results will also be positively affected by having a WordPress created website. Step four is to just fill out your company description. You want to put some of your primary keywords in there, but you don't want to overstuff the description. Um, what I mean by overstuffing is putting a string of your uh, primary search terms in there that customers might search for. It doesn't look natural, doesn't sound natural, and Google picks it out immediately and will um, punish you because of it. 
So just use maybe a couple of your primary search terms, uh, work it into the description on what you're offering. Step five is to add your hours of operation. This is really important in getting the 100% complete in the Google Places. So you want to put your hours of operation. If you're available 24 hours a day, you could just have it 24 hours a day, but either way, you want to fill out that information completely. In step six, you just add your payment options. If you're cash only, just select cash. Otherwise, you could select as many options as your company accepts. Step seven, and this is an important one, is to add photos and video. There's 10 photos that you could add to your Google Places account. These are really important because Google loves photos and video. Um, so I'd suggest you know, using some product photos, maybe your business, some key people in your company. You could really use anything. Anything to enhance a customer's expectations of your business, I would use those. You could use logos. Videos, um, you don't need a bunch of those, but I suggest adding at least one video. You could put your product in there. You could videotape your services, a quick description. Um, you can create a slideshow like I'm doing here and just add audio to it and use that as your video. But it is very important, and I really suggest doing it. It will positively affect your Google Places listing. Step eight is to add additional information. There's a slot there that you need to fill out for additional information. You could put a little bit more about your company, a little history of your company, or additional service information. Step nine, and this is really important as well, filling out the categories of what type of company you have. Um, you want to start typing in your basic services and it should automatically bring up some categories for you. Select some of the generic categories because Google uses those first to determine where your company is going to show up in the search engine results. You could add additional categories as well. The benefits of Google Places is that not only in the organic results, you're going to show up in multiple mobile search results. Um, Google is using the geo-tracking, um, geolocation. So if someone's searching for a particular service in your area, you might show up first because you happen to be the closest. There's a lot of different benefits, a lot of different software that uses the mobile search results. Also, you could show up in the top um, organic results because now um, you'll see that for local companies, those companies are shown first at the top of the search results for local-based companies. If you optimize your Google Places account, you might show up all the way at the top, and it's not too difficult to do. So you really want to focus on that. Um, you're also going to be targeting local people looking for your services or people that are looking for services specifically in your area. So there are many benefits of Google Places. There's other places to claim. Yahoo, Bing, Yelp, Best of the Web, and Hot Frog. 
you want to go into all those and make sure that you're set up as well. It's really not that difficult and it's probably the best local marketing you could do for your company. Make sure you do it today. Don't delay. You don't want someone else out there claiming your listing, editing it, pointing it to a different website. You know, the sooner you claim your your local listing and update it, make it 100% complete, the quicker you'll get results. It's the best time you could spend right now to positively affect your business. For more additional tips and local marketing advice, make sure that you sign up to our newsletter at gosocialgolocal.com. Thank you.